Co-parenting with the Spurlings, season one pilot trailer created by Dennis Spurling. Y'all feds won't watch me. Y'all better y'all better watch me for something for real, bitch. I'll see some action out on this motherfucker. I'm on y'all ass like fucking white on rice. Because I, I know it, it's gonna do, it's gonna give a different impact on the life of my son. Let's just let's just continue doing what we do, you know, being mature and trying to make things easy, make a easy transition for the boys. In the best interest of the boys, is she ready to be a co-parent as we think? I'm gonna have to make her understand that she needs to move back out here. You know, and I, she has a career, she's in the industry, that's cool. But you know, in my opinion, the child comes first. Yo, man, what's up, boys? Very good. Very good. I see. You. Is you have to be in control. And if you feel like talking to Dennis, say, look, this is the deal. This is how I feel, and don't pull back on your feelings. I know. Oh, okay, now. okay. Just to keep, we have a great structure. But you know, and I know, and I know that you know that I love my children. So I just don't understand where she's coming from. You know, I give her everything that I can. I, 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 I spend the time with her. I do everything that I think I'm supposed to do. And everything she says she wants, but she's not happy. She's still that Laura Hollywood. Antonique, my trainer, yeah. is your trainer. That's my trainer now. All the children. I want all of them to be together. I want them to know each other. And, and it's, that's just how it's going to have to be. I got a phone call from your ex saying that she won't be moving to Houston. She 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 says that she doesn't love you the way you need to be loved. I know. Oh, it's gonna be great. You know, it's gonna be great. You trust my judgment, right? <laughs> mm. I'm always gonna do what's best for the kids. Yeah. But the parents have to be happy also. That's um Dennis Sterling Dennis Sperling. And his um his series that he had on on TV for a little while. Now, what we have to understand about this thing is that most of these people live in debt. Is is debt till you make it? Debt till you make it. A lot of people spoke about um Kevin Samuels being broke. He invested in watches, gold. You know what I'm saying? Colognes. He invested in himself. He invested in things that he could sell off, and then once he sell them off, it could be um profitable. Let me give you a highlight reel. Co-parenting with the Spurlings. It's my job is probably to prepare my son for what's out there. I don't want you going around picking on anybody. And I don't want you to be a bully. And I don't want you to be a bully either. You hear me? But you want to defend yourself. And it was, I wanted to make sure that we reconnect so I can check up on Because your testimony, let me tell you, all the stuff that you're telling me, lady, you can help these other little babies that are coming in. Oh, here you go. See, it's people like that. You're giving the dog a bad reputation. You need to be more considerate of his feelings. He understands what you're saying. Speaking of considerate, 
can you consider possibly talking to me before you make such a major purchase or such a major commitment because our divorce is final you know what about six years seven you may have divorced so me but what we don't divorce is those hospital visits that's what uh, we don't divorce it's funny like that you talking about that right now because i'm actually going through some stuff like how you know i'm gonna share with a lot of people I opposed getting mm -hmm. single boys to karate because I thought it was embedding aggression in them and I thought that they would think that the only resolution to problems is fighting, putting your fist into someone's face. Yeah, Roman, I, I see you. Okay, tell me baby, how how's your breathing? Sam, we got somebody coming here tomorrow to look at these cars. I gotta I gotta get these cars out of here. You know, I gotta sell these I don't even have any room in the garage for these cars. That's all you gotta do. I'll come take them down there and take them there what do I owe this woman? What do I owe this child? You owe the child because you don't want the child to grow up not knowing his father and you not being in his life. You see, she's selling the car to help put the boys through college. She's right. Why is this car here? A lot of lawyers can't get the same amount of money as a public school teacher. This is ex-wife. A lot of lawyers cannot get the same amount of money as a public school teacher. And they don't get it regularly. They, they get it from job to job to job. It's like a, it's like if you're a regular thinker, he used to be a mechanic and also a rapper after he, he, he did, he got into the attorney thing. He's been clout chasing. Now he's an actor. You see? Oh, first of all, mm -hmm. okay, small Americans. Okay. There you go. All right. Woo! Good shot. Woo! You know, I think really the most important thing about golf is fundamentals. You know what? You guys are professionals. You guys got things going for yourself, but something, something's missing there. Be disappointed in us. Yes. Can you give us an example? Well, first of all, I think I might have to recommend some books, you know. Anthony, my trainer. Yeah. Is your trainer. That's my trainer now. I'm gonna have to make her understand she needs to move back out. He's trying, he trying to get with a girl. She has a career. Her, her trainer is a girl. But, you know, in my opinion, the job becomes first. You know, running's not gonna solve anything. What he needs to do is run you to. You check the manipulation. What kind of manipulation is that? My trainer is now your trainer. And now he's talking to her trainer about, you know, manipulating. This conversation, it's gonna be happening. It always seems to be about you. It's always That's about one of the reasons me. why we you, got divorced. No, 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 no. Yeah. You, you're, you're going to commit because mommy has homework. 
I have to do it all the time, and it only makes me better. So that's why we give you homework. That's why your teachers give you homework, and I do it with you. Jeep, it's green. It's getting protected from the beach. Yeah, we can do a lot with it, but uh, the main decision was I didn't want to be up on that bed because it gave me so much gas. Y'all trying to get rid of me? You got something that money you got going on over there? No. What are you trying to get rid of yourself? So, this is this is not. I cannot believe you guys are this cooperative. What's happening? I love you. I love you too. You'll make me proud. Thank you. 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 What's popping off with this? Repertoire branding and marketing. This is also his business. Or should I say his channel? Repertoire branding and marketing, that's him. Because he created the show. See, I have no problem with reaching for the top and going for the top. Right? If I wanted to be at the top of, of, of something, I could have been there. You know, I was I was on my way to it. I let a woman mess me up. I, le I let my love for a woman mess me up. You know? I can safely say that. I can safely say that. My mother was on crack. She was addicted. Blah, 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 blah. And I kept to I try to save a broken bird, <laughs> you know, and it broke me. And I can safely say that if I wanted to be higher up in life, I could be higher up in life. But I don't mind it because I don't have no debt. I don't care who says I got dishes clinking. I don't care who says my room ain't motherfucking totally clean. I'm hardly in here. I'm in here to do these little podcasts and I'm out and doing work. I got things to do. You know what I'm saying? Once my fam's good, I'm good. That's how I see it. I stack up a few things I can sell off for later. Cause I know this fam is coming. That's it. You know what I'm saying? You want these pretty people who always got pretty stuff, who in a pretty room, great for you. But that comes at a pretty cost. That comes at a pretty cost. I got my soul intact. This ain't his first rodeo. This is not his first rodeo. He did this before. Bring up another piece of this co-parenting thing. Stephanie Sperling version two. Hi, and the clips are all to make him look good. He saw in Kevin Samuels an easy mark. Now, he went into the, let's say, what is it, 10 months ago?
this one, yo. Where he at? Where he at? The lead attorney is another fake one, too, yo, if y'all ain't get it. And this one ain't tricking if you got it. Two years in prison solicitation. Throughout the country. He spoke about the man. Drive down. Gonna drive up. There was a time I called in. He deleted it right after this. And I put in as a response on this video. This reminds me of the laws in India against prostitution, where they engaged in the creation of temporary marriage certificates to sex workers, and once finished, annulment of said marriage. Enjoy tricking for now, gentlemen. This will, this will be going nationwide, possibly at the same time prostitution is being legalized. How many still believe the government isn't particularly focused on destroying men? By the way, the Man Act is what they're trying to use as a weapon in the R. Kelly trial, He's been locked up for four years without trial and without any evidence being held against him, which is not circumstantial or plagiarized. In fact, the old video, which is still credited to him, was found to be a fabrication in the 2008 trial. The actor in the video, male, did not possess a significant birthmark on his back, which R. Kelly was born with. Red pill is not only a mindset, it's a fortification. That's my response to him. Nobody else. Other people responded, but that's my response to him. You know what I'm saying? You got what? Four. You got about a good few responses on here. Okay. After this, I came on to a live with him, right? Where I, I asked him, which minor, which which one is a minor in this R. Kelly case? Which one is uh not which one was not his girlfriend? You know? And he started stuttering. It looked really bad as a as a um a thing. Or what you gonna call it? A, a lawyer. And I asked, I asked him, did you pull up the documents? Did you go through the paperwork? Big up paperwork network for being on his ass. Otherwise, I wouldn't have seen this pop up. You know what I'm saying? Um, paperwork network is on Clubhouse and Facebook. When I asked him that, he started getting shaky. And he came back and he did another live afterwards about all Kelly. He deleted that video. He deleted that video, man. I like to prove that I actually did talk to this sucker. Just like how I talk to um opinionated. I like to prove that I talked to your ass. And I told you, you are running a criminal a criminal organization. You are trying to set up R. Kelly. Right? So this is that's that's how it comes into play. How I first saw he was not a lawyer. Right? After I did that, he did the video. Um I said it earlier, R. Kelly, if you don't stop this, the, the protection in the black. And he called this man everything. The reason I used to listen to Eric Sperlin too, um, Dennis Sperlin too, because he used to talk about Vietnam veterans. My father was a Vietnam vet, right? So I was like, yeah, man. But when I found out he wasn't really a lawyer, him and the lead attorney, because the lead attorney is another ambulance chaser too. The lead attorney um, had a situation with Bob Fresh, Fresh and Fit were being targeted by a Me Too smear campaign where a girl was sending out text messages, editing the text, making it seem as if Myron Gaines was trying to, you know, trade time on the show for sex, in, in which case he wasn't. Made it trying to seem as if they were incorrectly targeting black women. Try, try to make it seem as if um, Myron had a, a forced a woman to get an abortion. And he was leading the plaintiff, sorry, leading the defendant or, or, or the alleged, the, the proposed defendant into this 
line of questioning, whereby it will be as if, let's create a case against Myron Gaines. I've watched this live. I cut him off. I told him off. I told off Dennis Sperling. On live. And this sucker deleted it. Because he's a narcissist. Right? You can't have anybody making you look small. Or Kelly, when your fantasies become your reality, you will die soon or go to prison forever. Now, what he did when he did this, he went through the, the transcripts and the prosecution, prosecution's testimony. The prosecution's um, speech. He didn't go through the defendants. He didn't go through the defense. He got the redacted version and put it out live. And then called R. Kelly everything except a child of God. Right? I'm not mad about it. But I know he killed Kevin Samuels. How do I know he killed Kevin Samuels? He was the one who confirmed Kevin Samuels died from a cardiac arrest. Right? I know y'all feds be watching me because I jumped into this R. Kelly case on the side. And I also jumped into Nexium on the side. And now I'm jumping into Bill Cosby. And I know y'all watching me. So even if these other brothers' paperwork network and all of them don't really get the word out, I don't care if I'm small time, big time, I know you're watching. I need to see some action done on this sucker, man. We need the we as a people need to see something done to this brother. I'm sorry, he needs to do some time. After Kevin Samuels died, right? Kevin Samuels, how do you see in the state? My friend Kevin Samuels. He put up. I don't even want to lie. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. We'll call that one twenty. I know that's got to be about Kevin. Yup, you got a picture of Kevin. Twenty. Okay. 21, 22, 23, 24. Every godfather needs an enforcer. This is how the man thinks, right? He also has another one. Pookie and Ray Ray need to die, right? Now, this is this is just looking at his, his public profile, his public videos. But let's go into the actual um, evidence. 26 Fox News. He had an original... Um, he had a previous affiliation. Remember, he has a 2016 show that he got on to a major network. It didn't last because it was all acting. You know what I'm saying? None of it was real. And the woman is now gone from the scene. What did she? What happened that she left the scene? I'm not hearing Stephanie Sperling come out and talk. Pookie and Ray Ray must die eight months ago. The rise of the black man. Rise of the black men into middle class. Right? Pookie and Ray Ray must die. Pookie and Ray Ray must die. Getting rid of that. He got another one. Getting rid of that broke mindset we passed down to our children. Ex-crooks, criminals, and drug dealers need to shut the F up. Right? So, how would a man like this, who, who believes that he's an attorney, he deserves better, he's had a show on TV, you know, he's doing his, th his thing, he's thinking he's bigger, and how does... Kevin Samuels, who is a, a, a former a former um prisoner, right? Uh what he would call consider a Pookie and Ray Ray because he had married several women and he wasn't always working due to constantly during those times. When he was working, he said he was a salesman, he did a pretty good job. 
Yeah, a few situations that happen, of course. And we as men, we need to understand, we're within a beast system. This ain't natural. If you don't always accelerate it, then that's, that's part of it. This beast system is not white. It's not black. It's connection-based. It's religious-based. And if you don't want to sell your soul to the, to the devil to lose yourself so you can get a few coins, because even sometimes that don't work for people. He did all this content, but right now his, his views are at 1,000, 3,000. His views are very slow, very small. No matter how many times he tries to invoke Kevin Samuel's name, right? Let's go Sunday soon. This guy, this guy is, see, he's been, he's been stalking Kevin Samuels. Dear Black Manosphere, I'm trying to go for that Fox 26 News. Thing he did coming out speaking on Kevin Samuel's friend defends his legacy fair use for the clips they use right are the most hate some some things things that are supposed to spark spark something within you to actually say oh this man deserves to die good evening and welcome to the factor on censored controversial YouTube star Kevin Samuels has died from an apparent heart attack according to a friend we talked to tonight we this Isaiah Carey, right? C A R E Y. Now, hear how he's speaking now. News to you here on the factor last night. Samuels is best known for dishing out some very controversial relationship advice, but coming down extremely hard. This is nine hours after Kevin Samuels' death. The running back size. You can hit the A gap like a. M yeah, all right. So don't come in here talking about what men should not be able to do when they got to accept uh, somebody who can run out. The power I. And how tall are you? Five, four. Uh, dress size? Six. That's your picture? That is my picture. How recent is it? That's a 10-year-old picture, but I still <laughs> uh, Beautiful women don't, don't have 10-year-old pictures, man. Now, tonight, a Houston attorney and Minty, and good friend of Samuels, is on the factor that attorney... Hear him speaking? This is the same Isaiah Carey. What, re what really happened on that Thursday man. at Augusta High School that led to Chris Wood's death? The fuck is that? What really happened on that Thursday here at Augusta High School that led to Chris Wood's death? Oh shit! Oh shit! They right, yo. That was that was a lizard tongue that came out of his mouth. What really happened on that Thursday here at Augusta High School that led to Chris Wood's death? The fuck is that? Yeah. I'm dying this fucking country ass fucked up town. <laughs> shit flying in my mouth. The fuck? I can't see Tyler. I can't get the fuck out of this He's from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I can't see me. What really happened on that Thursday here at Augusta High School that led to Chris Wood's death? Now, I believe Dennis Sperling is from the same place. However, if we go back through, I'm going to come back to that video in a sec. So to let y'all hear how Dennis Sperling broke this shit down. Mr. Pookie and Ray Ray got down.
this guy is, he's not a lawyer. He's not a real man. And how dare you? How dare you look down on crack, crack dealers back in the days? Yo, I, I know crack dealers that have more, more flipping morals, more rules, more rights and regulations than you would ever have in your life. That wouldn't put themselves in debt to, to put their children in, in danger. Shit. Piece of fuck. You, you trash human being. I see some of the most views he got at that time was Kevin Samuels, the Godfather, testimonial. That's when he got on. So he used Kevin Samuels to get put on in the first place. Before that, it was 1K. So at 260, 249, 113, 70. You know what I'm saying? His numbers only went up after going with the Godfather. Now, Fox sold with Tammy Mack. Now, if y'all know anything about um, Kevin Samuels, remember a lot of this has to do with Fox 26. You know anything about Kevin Samuels? Kevin Samuels was was against Vivica Fox. Vivica Fox came out with a um a very a very vile and repugnant response to his death. My suggestion for I think she's referring to um in in terms of the child support. What's your suggestion for a woman receiving child support? But I think Attorney Sperling had a rather good suggestion, which was equal custody and equal pay. What are your thoughts on that, Dr. Omar? I definitely like the idea of equal custody and equal pay. We also need to keep in mind that when it comes to black men, there's two different groups, uh, if you would, economically within the child support system. You have the professional black men, and then you have your brothers who are working class and also impoverished. And it is the brothers who are working class and impoverished on that note, I think um, men should get full custody after the age of seven. Women should have custody until the age of seven. You know, after the age of seven, go back with the dad. And the dad going to take care of things. The woman got to pay some money. Help out. That's it. It's not flipping brain science. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to get charged for trying to leave this household. You don't want to take care of the kids? Well, cool. Pay me. I'll take care of them. I'll buy a nanny. I pay for I pay for a new a new wife to come and help take care of these kids. Thanks, peace. If I don't Which like, I'll get another. We are most concerned about, of course, the professional black man. Well, you're done. Pay his child support, but what about the brother with a prison record, two or three strikes on his name, a GED, a high school diploma, and even if he wants to improve himself economically, he has a felony on his record that doesn't allow him to access the federal grants. He can't access the student loans. He's trapped. What about him? Why are we expecting men who can barely care for themselves to be able to pay child support for the child? And all, and, and the other they always thing, like to make black men into some kind of. As it's more Johnson. Or even a child support matter. It, they just don't want to do it. I get that. We don't have that in our culture. And so when you say something like, you know, all you got to do is go to court and change it, they don't want to go. You know, they don't want to. Here's the thing. If you ask a lawyer to get a custody agreement with established paternity, it's going to be $5,000 as a retainer. It might end up costing ten dollars or $15,000 when it's all said and done, especially if the mother contests it. It's always on money. She should contest it, but oftentimes what will happen, you want to file a established paternity, then she'll counter sue 
and try and get uh, child support. And so that creates a, a mess. It creates more money. So black men saying instead of doing that, January 12, doing, 2021, you know, Fox sold with clothes. And the next thing you know, when the child is 16 years old, she's filing for bad child support. And now you have to pay all those arrears. You got to try to come up with checks. And if you've been paying in cash, you don't get credit for all of that. So it's just a horrible system the way it's set up. Now, the other thing I want to bring up is this. 51% of black men in America are not married. January 11, 2021 is when it went live. Black men are married so that, and, and live with their wives and their children. That leaves about 18% of black men who are not married who have children outside of wedlock. Now, couple that with about 70 to 80% of black women who are having children out of wedlock. So when you look at it, it's about 18 to 20 percent of black men who are impregnating is 70 to 80 percent of, of, of single black mothers. That is something that we probably need to address at some point. I'm, that, those numbers confused me to no end. So there are only 18 percent of black men? 51 percent of black men don't have children and aren't right. married. 31 percent of black men are married and they, they live with their wives. Right. So that leaves about 18, you know, give or take a couple percent. But you're saying these 18% of black men are getting 70 to 80% black women pregnant? Yes. Boy, okay. I'm telling you, there is no hope for a black woman. We have no choices out here, do we? Joining me now? This is him on um, Fox 26. The same Isaiah Carey. Should we, should men wear dresses? He's with um Willie D. Speaking and sitting down next to a transgender, I guess. Jay McClain, we want to welcome you guys on the background center. So let's start with you, Willie D. First, why did you think it was appropriate to go and address this issue on your YouTube channel? First of all, my straight man, I wanna. Hey, I think you're gay. It's the difference between giving somebody an opinion. But then also give an opinion, but it come out as rude and disrespectful. Yes, you have a dress on. My mama always told me, if you have a nice set on, keep it zip. There was no reason why to go on social media and make a statement that uh, hey, I think you're gay. It's a difference between hey, oh, not, but okay. as far as Hollywood and fashion, I tell people all the time, this is Houston, Texas. And we yes, have our bro. own norms here. And if I saw a guy walking down the street with that tuxedo on outside of the courtroom, I still would say that's inappropriate. But that's my opinion. And see, my advice to gay people, lesbian, transgender, it's not illegal. Live your life. Do whatever it is you want to do, but don't try to get me to justify it. Don't try to get me to sanction your activity. Just like I wouldn't want any, if I had a gambling problem, I wouldn't want people to say, yeah, man, go ahead and do that. I, you know, they're against it, but because I want to do it, they say, yeah, go right on ahead and do it. It's my obligation to stick to my moral values and my judgment. And you have to do it yourself. You have to stick to yours. And that's outside the courtroom, you see? But inside the courtroom, it's perfectly legal. You do what you choose. That's that's what makes America great. That's what makes America great. Let's bring Jay this into the room. conversation. Go ahead. But I mean, you have to look at it. This was the Oscars. This is the transgender. Two homosexuals. It's not illegal. Well, Live yeah. your life. Mm-hmm. Do whatever it is you want and gay men's designer fashion, but then you have a problem with an African-American man on walking red carpet in a Chris Seriano custom, custom 
into this conversation what's that appropriate for him to have on that dress on the red carpet from your opinion well where do you get that voice from isaiah carey this country motherfucker. <laughs> You heard that? On that Thursday here at Augusta High School that led to Chris Wood's death. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. What really happened on that Thursday here at Augusta High School that led to Chris Wood's death? Oh, shit. Yo, that trajectory. That trajectory, right? That don't look like something's going in. Look like something came out. Deck. You heard that? You heard that? School that led to Chris Wood's death. Led to Chris Wood's death. To Chris Wood's death. That came from out of his mouth, yo. Wood's death. The fuck is that? The fuck is that? That led to. Chris Woods death that led to Chris Woods death and Chris Woods when he said Woods it came out Chris Woods Chris Woods when he went to say D Deck. Chris Woods deck. They're flying. That led to Chris Woods deck. Led to Chris Woods. He said S. Woods. Deck. The fuck is that? So here we have a link between Isaiah Carey, Fox 26 News, through um, Dennis Sperling. Uh, we also have a link with Fox Soul and Vivica Fox. Because Tammy White, he spoke to Tammy White. So. Insulted uh, African-American women on a consistent basis. Uh, one of his last statements that uh, he said was that if you're over 38 and you haven't married or something like that, that you're no good and disposable. Um, to me, it was a sharp job. And, you know, I, I hope this is teaching folks a lesson about the karma that you put out, the negativity that you put out in the world, that when karma comes knocking at your door, she might not be so kind. So, you know, the fact that he... Uh, she might not be so kind. Killed over real quick and was uh, supposedly with a woman that we don't know, yet know the nationality. Um, rest in peace. Mm, mm, mm. 
Doesn't it sound convenient that he died with a, Mex a Mexican woman or, or a Hispanic woman? Doesn't it sound quite convenient? Don't know the nationality. She's very specific on that. Well, damn. Biblical A. Fox, she ain't holding nothing back. Like, she's going in on Kevin Samuels. Even yeah. that uh, he said was that if you're over 38 and you haven't married or something like that, that you're no good and disposable. Um, to me, it was a sharp job. And, you know, I, I hope this is teaching folks a lesson about the karma that you put out, the negativity that you put out in the world, that when karma comes knocking at your door, she might not be so kind. So, you know, the fact that he killed uh, over real quick and was uh, supposedly with a woman that we don't know, yet know the nationality. Um, rest in peace. And I wouldn't wear that in court. <laughs> I mean, as of this evening has been appointed the family spokesperson. But we talked to him before that developed. Nine hours after, he's a spokesperson. I got to know Kevin because uh, I have a podcast, uh, Dennis Sproul on YouTube, and uh, having become very, you know, effective in what I do, uh, he popped up on a mutual friend's podcast and we began to talk. He uh, then invited me uh, to his uh, his Facebook podcast. Uh, room where it's called a mix and it's where you get couples together and um yeah and, that, and that's actually how i met my fiance ironically but but that's how i met him and uh he and i just kept in contact over the past two and a half years and we started working together but his main thing was getting couples together getting people married again telling women hey you know what the society that we live in has, has caused you ladies to become narcissists and overvalue yourself. You got three kids by three different men. You're 150 pounds overweight. You're not going to marry a millionaire. You should talk to that plumber or that electrician or that hardworking guy who you can build a life with. You know, because as it is right now, you know, here in America, we teach the men that they they should undervalue themselves, and we teach the women that they should overvalue themselves. And that was this basic message. For some, he was brutally honest. For others, he was brutally cruel. Uh, where would you stand in describing your friend? And I and I say that because you actually had a relationship with him. You knew him, and it led to your fiance. So, how would you describe? I'm sorry, bro. It only helped that you black and your lips blacker than you. <laughs> Yo, they were pointing this out on Paperwork Network. I wasn't really checking for it, but dang, lay off, bro how what your friend did. Well, for those people who think he was cruel, people who've been lied to their whole lives, they see the truth as cruelty. Kevin Samuels was accurate. He backed it. Nine hours after he's dead, this man cold. This man cold as shit. Cold as shit. You know, you were just at this guy's birthday party in March, and he wasn't really feeling it. The party crashed. But... Statements up with facts from the CDC reports. Um, in the black community alone, 80% of the women have children out of wedlock. Uh, and that's being sired by 20% of the men. 51% of black men don't have children. 31% of black men are married and live with their, their, their wives. So that means there's about 18% of men, give or take, who's siring children with these women. 
And so he didn't you say 38% before? This is what I'm saying. He's not a good lawyer. He's not diligent at his craft, yo. He's not diligent at his craft. This guy is kind of a bum. Pointed that out. He said that's why black men aren't getting married. But see, the thing about Kevin Samuels that, that you all don't know is that his his vision, his legacy was going to expound, expand past YouTube. He he had visions of uh, starting a, um, a a mega sort of entertainment uh, advertising where we would talk about men's clothing, fitness, um, suits, cologne, those colognes and things that he would have. Yo, I even remember, yo. After I told him off about R. Kelly, <laughs> this sounds like a soul cat because he deleted the video. <laughs> and it's so... Uh, you have to call him about R. Kelly, right? He said, "Why you don't produce, produce some um, some response, what, some evidence? Where's your evidence?" And I sent him evidence, evidence, evidence inside the text on the comments. See, like I said, I had that one response to him. That's how I know at that time I was responding to him. He deleted that video, and that's when he came back with the R. Kelly one to call me out. Because I, but I already had, had done with the channel. That's how narcissistic he was. He was so mad he got beat. And he knew he got beat. And he heard in my voice when I said it like, huh? Wait, hold up. Hold on. <laughs> Let me do my Levi. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Advertise. <laughs> mm -hmm. He was doing that because he was getting paid for it. He was a brilliant businessman. And the fact that he was willing to speak the truth to people and was accurate about it, all that did was endear him to the rest of us who recognized the truth he was speaking. So he wanted that. He wanted that. He probably even drank some of Kevin's blood. He wanted that. Or, or you know what? I'm thinking, right? Because these people are thinking on a different level. When you kill somebody, probably if you suck in their they life force or something, Right? You don't have to leave a mark, nothing like that. CPR. The woman says she tried CPR. Sucking his life force. You get me? That's, that's how they consider it. It's not whether or not I believe it. I don't believe that bullshit. But if they are deep into this, because they haven't gone any further with this. Melanie, um, Melanie, what's her name? Or the sucker. For those people who are his detractors, listen to the man's podcast. And you'll see he was speaking the truth. It's the reality that we live in now. Now, one of the things you said was he was talking about getting yourself together, staying in shape. And that's one of the things he did. And that's why this is so shocking to so many people. Cardiac arrest, heart attack, and people trying to wrap their heads around that. This is Yeah, how that happened? How that happened? He was working out. He used to have a few Red Bulls and he eased off the Red Bulls, started going to water. What happened? How you get a cardiac arrest? Let's hear what you say because there's no there's no autopsy yet. It's only nine hours after the death. The man who taught uh, who taught many people uh, how to live better, how to eat better, and so it's kind of like, how did this happen to him? Well, you know, unfortunately, um, he basically was a one man show. You know, every night. For the past seven years most of y'all didn't know him until about two and a half years ago but for the first five years he spoke to men he said you need to get yourself together you you're five foot five 
How he wasn't cruel. Same thing paper 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 network said. You know what I'm saying? Um paperwork network. He wasn't cruel. Um what happened with the cardiac arrest thing? You're just saying that he did a lot of shows. Okay, a lot of people work at his age. But I'm with the cardiac arrest thing. And some of those guys, I mean, my God, he would have you leaving leaving that podcast, you know, like two feet shorter than when you walked in. But you <laughs> Equally know, honest in both sexes. Equally honest, but it really picked up because no one has been... The bank ain't coming to come and take up my shit. The car I got there might be older, but damn well, I make sure it works. It has a slight oil leak. You know what I'm saying? If I need something done around here, I deal with it. Bank ain't coming for my shit. I'm gonna make sure of that. You know? It takes a lot for a man to bring himself from being a mechanic to a lawyer. But the thing about a lawyer is like real estate. You only get paid if you get work. You only get work if you win. You only win if you're diligent. Brave enough to speak to women in an honest way to to, to tell them, hey, you know what? You need to come down off of that ledge that you're on. You're going to die alone. You're going to get a dog. You're going to be... Here he is trying to take the space. Here he is trying to take his place. Here he is invoking. You know? Kit Kat lady. You think you're better than... You think you're better than your husband and you can do better. So you're willing to file this divorce to get back out there on that... And you know what I'm saying? The same exact, exact things that he's saying. Check. Check me. Check me out. This is the same thing I've been saying for the last seven years. Right? Parking. And what you're going to get is a rude awakening. Um, but as far as his health, I mean, Kevin says this, and I don't want to speak too much beyond what the family would want to be said, but Kevin fought and conquered cancer at a very young age. And so, you know, I can only imagine what that did to him. Everybody can fight it. Get some ivermectin. Get some hydroxychloroquine. Like... The truth is coming out right now. So if people don't understand what's going on, too bad for y'all. We read in between the lines of all this shit they've been doing. Right? We're, we're to that stage. His body. But, um, you know, just hanging out with him. He also died at 53. This guy said he died at 56. This is his best friend, right? Good friend. He didn't overeat. He didn't undereat. But I know that the stress of putting on those shows, and you yourself know this, like, man. And, and me, I've had the experience now of being on my podcast. You got. You have to interact with the public. You're constantly on edge. Um, nah, actually, Kevin Samuels just fit into it naturally. He just was himself, right? He didn't have to put him across no other, no other way of except being himself. It's like, yeah, I talk like this, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But hey, you want to be around me? You could be around me. If not, keep it moving. We agree to disagree, and we move on. This guy stalked Kevin Samuels. The only time I've ever seen him truly relax is down in Miami for his birthday. And uh, everybody knows, he says, I don't drink. But, um, you know, I, you know me, I'm known for purchasing a few bottles here and there. <laughs> and, and you hung out with me before, too. And uh, so, you know, after uh, a couple of bottles, man, he was dancing and really just enjoying his birthday. And to me, 
Everybody knows he says I don't drink, but um, you know, he in this picture here looking like Charles Manson. You know, I, you know me. I'm known for purchasing a few bottles here and there, <laughs> and, and you hung out with me before too. And uh, <laughs> so you know, after uh, a couple of bottles, man, he was dancing and really just he don't drink. You know me too, right? You heard that part, right? Isaiah and him are cool. There. And, and you hung out with me before too. And uh, so, you know, after uh, a couple of bottles, man, he was dancing and really just enjoying his birthday. And to me, I look at that like that that was his going away party, as far as I'm concerned. Just... His birthday party is his going away party? <laughs> yo, Paperwork Network did the dog on this, yo. They were like, oh, you for real? You can't tell me, say, my birthday party was a going away party. You wasn't even invited. Seeing him smile and happy and relaxed and amongst friends. And my fiance was there, another young lady named Melanie King, who's a very popular uh, YouTuber. We were all there just. Advertisement, advertisement. Hanging out in Miami. And it was really impromptu because he didn't tell anybody it was his birthday. We were just down there to meet. And he was like, yeah, it's my birthday. I'm like, what? I'm like, it's time to turn up, man. <laughs> okay, so we got Fox Soul. He didn't even know it was his birthday. He just turned up. He just pop up. What? Pop up with two women. One was supposed to be his fiance, the other one was Melanie King. Just pop up out of nowhere on my birthday and you got presents. Ood, the greatest the greatest Ood ever. So as we wrap up, Dennis, what did he mean to you? Well, man, um we haven't had a voice of truth. There's a lot of time for a public network. This is 10 minutes and on 33 seconds. Fox Soul. Their whole panel were in the dirt. They probably still are in the dirt with the advent, with the um, rise of Kevin Samuels. They were in the dirt. Nobody wanted to hear four old women speak. Kevin Samuels was just dominating the airwaves. It was him and Fresh and Fit. Him and Fresh and Fit got away because of whatever, but I wish they didn't. Because if they didn't, Kevin Samuels would have been around Fresh and Fit, solid brothers, instead of this piece of shit. You ain't, you're not a lawyer. You're not a lawyer. I know you, bro. I know you, bro. We, we spoke. I know you. You're not a lawyer. You don't even know how to read a transcript. You didn't even know the difference between a redacted transcript and a real transcript. You can't even bring the defense when you're only speaking on prosecution. You know that what that means? You work for the Gorgon, you dummy. You work for your son's castration, you dummy. You killed a man, and you still can't be the man, you dummy. You had a whole TV show that nobody wanted to watch. And I bet you that wife left after that. I bet you that ex-wife, that co-parenting shit was shut down soon. I don't see her in none of your videos, bro. I know you. Here in the United States, in many years, our preachers stopped speaking the truth. Our, our screenwriters and actors stop speaking the truth to us. Our politicians stop speaking the truth. We have a lot of panderers out there. And what Americans need, what the world needs is truth speakers, because here's the thing, a lot of us have been misled. You know, he was, he was clearly a mentor to some, he was a father to others. They referred to him as the Godfather. He was that middle-aged 50 year old man that many of sure hear folks didn't have who would be honest with him. You know, he wasn't a man who was afraid to speak the truth. A well-studied, brilliant black man. 
the way he dressed, the way he carried himself with dignity. What you weren't going to do is cut him off from his podcast and interrupt him and treat him like he was a child. He, he commanded respect. But then when you would meet him in public, man, he didn't hide. He, he spoke to the people. He's more, he was more gracious than any of the actors or entertainers I've ever seen. They could learn a lesson from him. Instead of, he never had security around him. No bodyguard. We're in Miami. Dudes are running up on him. One guy, most people have no bodyguards. You know what he says? Had positive things to say. Somebody else was like, you're going to get your, he just graciously smiled at him and kept it moving. In New York, as crowded and rowdy as New York can be, no bodyguards. I mean, he was a man of the people. And if you ever really had the chance to be around him and sit and listen to him, you'd see how brilliant he was. But to me, he was a mentor. He was, uh, you know, and, and at my age, you know, it's like, I'm too old for mentors. <laughs> but, but but he was truly a mentor, a big brother, and I appreciate his legacy. And I hope that those men who are in the manosphere. You can learn from everybody. You can sometimes learn from a homeless man if you listen. Thank you, Paperwork Network, for also saying you're never too old to become, to allow somebody to become your mentor. Big up official Dana J. Big up um, Levi Kelly. You know what I'm saying? Never too old to become a mentor. Which he has taken mainstream now, like the things we talk about that used to be part of the dark corners of the internet that everybody thought was crazy. They called them incels and these. Now it's major talking points. You have Hollywood being affected by it. So he he meant a lot that he was the, and I describe it like this, he was the uh, aircraft carrier that was out front leading. <laughs> and uh, surrounded by a battalion of ships of truth speakers. And so uh, that's what he meant to me. He was a forerunner. He considers himself a truth speaker, right? To, he was a harbinger to what I think America needs to get back uh, to our traditional values, family, raising children, being good citizens, being good Christians, because he, he taught Bible study, if you didn't know. And uh, and I think, and, and I appreciate him. And that, that's what he meant to me, all right, Attorney Dennis Sperling, we appreciate you sharing this information about your friend Kevin Samuels. Thank you. That's why you say "s" so messy because you don't want you don't want that tongue to spit it out. Uh, when he would come over, here. mentor Pat. February eleventh, two thousand and twenty-two. This is before the March thirteenth, whatever birthday that he tried to kill him at. After that, that's the way I found out on uh, Monday. So this family made it a point to make sure that his office called my office and let me know. Now, the thing is, I, I hadn't worked for them since 2005. Um, but we had worked together about, beginning about 12 years ago, uh, maybe 2010. I would bring him over here to Houston and have a chauffeur pick him up and he'd meet me at the mediation or the courthouse or wherever. And uh, we worked together. You know, he's a tough, short Jewish man from Chicago. And, uh, you know, early on, I would just follow him around the courthouse down in New Orleans and he'd throw his, his folders and files on the table. I'd be right behind him throwing my folders and files on the table. I just basically did everything he did. I mind you, I'm 6'5". He was probably five two or five three, but um, 
he went in imitating the man to look as the enforcer. He's 6'5". This man is 5'2", 5'3". He's the enforcer. You know, he's a, he was a tough guy, you know, but, but he was very, very patient, very respected. Uh, rough, it sounded like he was rough, but at the end of the day, he was really a nice guy. And, you know, when the family called me, you know, it, it kind of took me for a loop because I just talked to him about a case we were working on um, in New Orleans uh, in October. So I met him at the mediation center. Um, so they ain't hear you since 2005, right? It's 2022. And okay, and they called you up? To Jefferson Parish on maps. And, uh, you know, he, he was complaining about his leg hurting, but I didn't think too much of it because he was always complaining about stuff once he got older. But, uh, man, he's, he's uh, apparently passed away in his sleep. And, uh, but I made it a point out of respect for him to uh, take this Friday. And he has a big bruise on his cheek, yo. Like, what's happening with that? And go and uh, basically tell his family how much respect I had for him. Now, come to find out, he had been bragging on me all these years, and he had been telling um, his family how much he enjoyed practicing law uh, when he would come up. Even when he does a, a memorial to somebody, yo, it's about him. It's a narcissist. There's there's a there's textbook. There's textbook right here. Over every when the phone would ring, it would be me on the phone and be like, uh, yeah, all right, another one, here's another one. So he'd make a big deal about it in his office. And uh and, you know, I, I know he enjoyed working with myself and Jeremy Axel and Paige Lockett, the other two uh lawyers that I worked with. And um, you know, we would just put on the show. I would there was a time when and I would use him as the calmer. In other words, he, I would introduce, I would explain to the clients, this is who calms me down and brings me down off the ledge. Because when I'm practicing law, when I'm arguing my case, I can get carried away. And so, what? The enforcer, the bad guy. Good, good cop, bad cop. Study it. When I'm going a little too far or gone too far, he'd be the one that said, okay, look, you know, come on back. I remember one time in New Orleans, this had to be about five or six years ago, the slip and fall case. And uh, he didn't really think it was going to amount to much because Mike, he'd been practicing in New Orleans for four years. And here I come with this this case. And I uh, I got him up to $500,000. And then, and then we took a break walked out the mediation room into the into the lobby he said take the money i'm like let me see if i could get him up a little bit more you know i just it's, uh, went back in i got him up to five, you know, it's not the point of how much you get it's how much more over the value of the case he almost destroyed the deal they had to take it down to 525. can you get and so he just apparently he just was shocked you know he he apparently went home and told everybody, this guy, man, this this young lawyer that, that, that we picked up, you know, as a, a student fresh out of Tulane, this guy is, this guy is good, this guy is good.
that's not good. Cause you, you you pick up kind of reputation for yourself within the ball field, I would think. You know, you got a five hundred thousand judgment for a slip and fall, and you're going back in to argue for more money. Greed, right? Greed. This guy lives on debt. He lives on credit cards. And what happens when you do that? You become more and more um, desperate to keep your lifestyle up. You have to keep the image. Once you get to a certain... If, if I had become a rapper when I was young, I'd, I'd end up probably like Criss Cross doing the same thing. Wearing all my old rap clothes, walking around um, South DeKalb Mall, trying to pick up chicks. That's how it was back in my days. They can never get back to that height. So they, they have to keep up the image. In order to keep up the image, you got to do some foul shit. And so uh, I, I never really talked to him about that. He's not the type, he wasn't the type to tell me overly, you know, how excited I was. But his uh, family let me. All right, let me study it. 2005, he, worked, he started at his law firm. They've been working upwards to five or six years ago. He's been saying he has leg problems. You know, and uh, to have the respect of your mentor, you know, to have the respect of somebody that you respect, your teacher, it means so much. You know, and uh, a lot of you guys know my, my adoptive father practiced law, but I didn't learn to practice law from him. I learned to practice law from Mr. Began. Uh, Mr. Began, you know, is, is, is always a very dignified man. It's, Clients always loved them. You know, they appreciated his hard work. You know, I wanted to go over there and show respect. You know, I wanted to show respect and my appreciation and admiration for for, for what he's done and, and, and not make him out to be a liar. You know, here you are bragging on me and telling him how good I am. And, you know, I don't have the common decency to come over and pay the man respects on his last days. You know, um, but I'm glad I did that. And I, I, I guess I'm, I'm saying this to you guys because um, there's wisdom in, in, the, in the older guys. You know, there's wisdom that you can pick up from older guys. And, and as I said before, I'm a young black man from Los Angeles, and he's a you know, tough Jewish dude from, from Chicago. And uh, but we found common ground, you know, in bringing these cases to the end, fighting these good fights. He's at the airport, yo. The reason his family called for him first is because they suspected his ass. Bet. Um, you know, you hit him hard. First lesson he taught me, this is 2000s. This is he's a, you know, tough Jewish dude from, from Chicago. And, uh, but we found common ground, you know, in bringing these cases to the end, fighting these good fights against these huge corporations. Hard first lesson he taught me. This is 2002. I'm sitting there in my, uh, in my sweater, fresh out from the law school sweater, and I have I have a little office in the hallway right now because I'm just a law clerk. And so we start talking about some case, and and I, I'm arguing it objectively because that's what they teach you to do in law school. And he immediately shut me down in front of everybody. He said, "No, you stick to your point." You never back down. Once you once you pick a side, you go with it. You don't back down. You never forgot that. You never back down. Once you pick your position, you don't back down. You don't wait. You make the other side. You 
make the audience or the crowd or the jury come to your side. You're going to back down. That's the first lesson. And I would guess the last lesson he taught me was one of grace and humility. Uh, and, and I appreciate Mr. Beacon and his family. You know, it's been 20 years I've been doing You know, had an opportunity to work for him. Uh, even after I stopped working for him, I still, you know, work with him. And it's just been an honor. So, you guys, make sure you give your uh, give your mentors and the men impressed upon you uh, the characteristics of manhood. And if it's a professional life, if you got a mentor that has helped you tremendously, make sure you just say thank you, because you never really know when their day is coming. The man was only sixty-six years old. You know, I just lost my father recently in November, and now I just lost my mentor. And so, uh, you know, it kind of lets you realize, you know, you're up next. <laughs> I'm okay with that. You, know, you guys who look up to me, I appreciate that. And I appreciate that you guys uh, invest in me because it means a lot. And uh, I get emails and text messages from guys who have followed me for years. Young brother just hit me up today and said, man, I got my bachelor's degree and my master's degree. I appreciate you because you were the one who told me to push forward and go through it. This is years back. So, you know, it, it's greatly appreciated because at the end of the day, all a man has is respect. It's the respect of his comrades and the love of his family. Those are the things that are most important. Money's not that important. It comes and goes. You can't take it with you. But the respect and the admiration that you get from your colleagues and the love that you have for your family, those are the things that are important. Side of that. That's it. I'm going to go ahead and head home. I was just taking this beautiful view in here of uh, Houston Intercontinental Airport, this beautiful city, Houston, Texas. Uh, but uh, other than that, man, it was, uh, it was a great day. Put a great man to rest. God bless him. I appreciate you guys for all your patronage, and I appreciate the time you spend. Of course, I didn't do a broadcast today. You go see, oh my goodness, this is sad. The murderers go to the funerals, right? To kind of glow and to, to feed off of all the energy of the people who are sad and the person gone. I want, he's not, he said the guy's name, Began, but I can't find a link to him in any of his previous cases. Began. Mr. Began. I tried Beacon, B-I-G-A-N, B-E-G-A-N, then Sperling, Chicago. Now he he did a, a thing. He, he filed a hate crime. ABAjournal.com, lawyer handcuffed at ATM sues police for alleged racial profiling. A Houston personal injury lawyer has filed a suit alleging racial profiling after he was handcuffed at an ATM by police responding to a bank alarm. Lawyer Dennis Sperling, who is black, says he was at the ATM outside the door of his office on November 14th when two men in dark clothing told him to put his hands up, handcuffed him, and took his gun. ABC 13 reports. Sperling, who has a license to carry a concealed handgun, says he is lucky he didn't shoot officers because they didn't identify themselves. This 2014 is right before he did the um 
TV show. So what I'm thinking, this 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 was a fake thing. This is because the cleaners they, they accidentally pressed him along and he got picked up. But he called it a racial profiling incident and launched a suit. And what that did was that gave him collateral so he could start a show. A lot of these people, when they're doing this music and doing this media, I'm going to give you all some kind of the inside track of it. Right? They got family members they can hit up for money. They got um, loans they take out. They, they, they put money against houses that are passed down. So and this is why reparations makes no damn sense. It sounds retarded to me. A lot of people put money into these videos that you see online. Especially if they want to go independent, all your money goes into the video. Because that becomes your, your image, that becomes you. You have to become that persona. You become kind of a schizophrenic. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to do that. How I come on here is how I am. Except for I don't try, I, I try not to talk to everybody about everything I've been kind of uncovering through the pipelines. You know, people don't want people. People think you're a flipping a nut job when you start saying, "Look, man, Uvalde was fake." I went onto a chat the other day, and these guys kicked me out. I was saying, "How do you know there was kids there? Where's the, where's the bodies? Why is why is why are two men claiming the same child? Why is that guy's wife saying that she has the girl's shoes when her shoes were off green and she had a brand new pair of Converse?" These are things that, I mean, it sounds it sounds difficult for a lot of people to, to understand. Probably, possibly. I'm not really worried about those who can't. Right now, I'm seeing this guy murdered Kevin Samuels. <laughs> Straight up. He got the money to get in with, with Fox 26. He pops bottles. He buys a lot of bottles. He also brought up another thing about gambling. When he was talking to the um the gay guy. If you got a gambling problem. Now he's going to Vegas. You see what I'm saying? You see? Everything is image to these people. Image, image, image. Sperling says the officers apologized after learning the bank alarm had been accidentally tripped by the cleaning crew. Sperling plans to donate any recovery to victims of racial profiling and wrongful arrest. Lies. That's how you got the show. That's how you got the call. You're, you are an ambulance chaser, bro. But see, black women will want to jump on the bandwagon of fools like this. Instead of to try to try to become better or just Hook up with a man that they know likes them and loves them and wants to take care of them. Narcissism. We're learning that the, de the devil, the enemy that we are facing as men, things that we wouldn't even think of to do as men. Cuckoo birds trying to jump in your house and take your, take your whole life. Take your whole image, your persona. We're seeing it live, man. He, this wasn't his first rodeo. You can get stuff. You can get energy from these old men. They called you. They called you first. He was talking to everybody because he was worried about you. Yeah, I'm like, let me see if I can get him up a little bit more. You know, I just, just uh, went back in. I got 
See, you got to understand how these things work. The devil is a liar, right? In order to cover up his lies, he comes out with testimony. He comes out with support. But at the same time, while saying he's there to support, he's also on the back end creating an alibi, creating a love. You never mentioned this man before, vegan. How much you get is how much more over the value of the case can you get. And so he just, apparently he just was shocked. You know, he, he apparently went home and told everybody, this guy, man, this. Yo, somebody start talking all good about me after I die? Is investigate their ass, please. <laughs> if somebody start saying my name every five minutes, yo, this one, this one, investigate them, please. This young lawyer that, that, that we picked up, you know, as a, a student fresh out of Tulane, this guy is, this guy is rude. this guy is good. This guy is a beast. This guy is overly aggressive. This guy is greedy. And so, uh, I, I never really talked to him about that. He's not the type, he wasn't the type to tell me overly, you know, how excited he was. But uh, his family let me know. And uh, to his family told you, yo, they were worried about you. His family told you, yo, he always said you were, you were kind of really aggressive on this thing. He was kind of worried about you. Are you okay? I mean, maybe, maybe they could, on the other hand, they could have been out there. Oh, he talked so great about you, but it's not about him. It's not about you at the funeral, is it? It's about him, right? So why are they talking about you? Have the respect of your mentor, you know, to have the respect of somebody that he feared you. Respect your teacher. It means so much, you know, and, uh, a lot of you guys know my, my adopted father practiced law, but I didn't learn to practice law from him. I learned to practice law from Mr. Vegan. Uh, I can't find this guy's name. You know what? I'm going to try. Dennis Sperlin Vegan. Vegan. How do you spell? Vegan. Vegan is a boy name. How to pronounce vegan? Okay, vegan history. Okay, then a sperling vegan. There's nothing with the two of these guys together, man. All right, let me, he called out some other names that they were together at the lawyer. Just just on the show, I would, there was a time when, and I would use him as the calmer. In other words, he, 
I would introduce, I would explain to the clients, this is who calms me down and brings me down off the ledge. He's always complaining. You explaining that to the clients. So you're coming in like, yeah, we're going to get this money. He keeps me cool, but we're going to get this money. About stuff once he got older. But, uh, man, he's, he's uh, in New Orleans. I uh, told him. So I met him at the mediation center um, in Jefferson Parish on maps. And, uh, you know. New Orleans again, right? Now you gotta understand, Isaiah Carey is from New Orleans. That's the guy he was doing the um show with the reptile. New Orleans. Yeah, Isaiah Carey's from New Orleans, ain't he? 504 New Orleans celebrates Big Easy. Last future New Orleans. Isaiah Carey interviews Lil Wayne. Because this is a Rico. Right? Y'all got me now watching Rico's. You, you put Rico in my mind, sucker. For more than a decade, he's made noise on the charts, selling more than 3 million albums as a solo artist, and he's only 22. He was named by his mother, Wayne Carter, to millions of rap fans. He's Lil Wayne or Wheezy. And now Wayne's calling Houston home at least part-time. Reason number one, he tells Fox 26, his hometown of New Orleans has become too dangerous for him as a rap star. As long as I've been coming to Houston, I've never known Houston to have a hater like Besides his apartment in H Town, there's another place that you may see the member of the Cash Money Millionaire. When I started rapping, I started at nine, at eight, and I got serious about it at nine and ten, and I got a deal at eleven. Well, I was out of school at fourteen. And now he's back on a school campus, anonymously strolling the campus of the University of Houston. That's a real virtual school, universal school, like they. I guess maybe my classes or something like I really don't see nobody that really would know that's Weezy. You know? I see people that know that's Lil Wayne, but they probably know me from MTV. And that's just fine by Wayne. He says he's not at the school looking for adoration, but education. Pursuing a field he's to love since running his own sports agency back when he was 19. Yes, was 19. I know where I can help. You know what I'm saying? So then when I heard that there was a course about sports psychology, it was like, hey, at least it's something that I love sports. Something that interests interest me. Wayne says he's already plotting his future, and he says this scene that so many fans long to see just won't fly forever. I ain't about to be 35 still rapping. And that's why he's quietly maneuvering through academia for his future and his own self-worth. For the time when Lil Wayne becomes Wayne Carter again, full time. Yeah, I just personal satisfaction to know that uh, I know that I'm, I, I have this knowledge now, and I can do what I'm doing. Isaac Harry Fox, Twenty Six News. The Houston factor. This is him as well too. Ghetto reporter Isaiah Carey. <laughs> Oh, 
Hissing thing. I just wanted to talk all day, yeah? Sort of a small talk show. Sarah Jane Young and Isaiah Carey together again. <laughs> I got it. The local post office <laughs> Yo, he did the tongue thing again, yo. News for a The local post office <laughs> Oh shit. The local post office <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yo. Yo, I'm sorry, man. I don't, I don't be freaking out over this lizard shit, but this nigga, this is a lizard. Oh, 
the local post office at the, the, the <laughs> God, the local post office at the, 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 the News Four attempted. We attempted to reach the mayor several times, but our calls and our visits to her house, um, you know, it's right now. I don't know the fuck she I forgot my life. <laughs> This is an OG gangster. The one he drinks with Dennis Square. For more than a decade, he's made noise on the charts, selling more than three million. Three. 2016. First up on the factor, IsaiahFactor.com, there is outrage at the Waller County Jail, this time for a man named Quincy Davis. He's been behind bars for 780 days. He's charged with assaulting a law enforcement officer. Oh. <laughs> Get it! <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> Bugs. What is that? Oh, Did it on purpose. Sixteenth. He's trying to, to remake that viral moment. This guy's pathetic. Twenty nineteen. Trying to live off of it again. I want you to welcome the host of the Isaiah Factor, Mr. Isaiah Carey. <laughs> You have a great show. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I didn't know it was 50% church. That's a tithe to do. Look at God. Won't you do it? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. If you want to tithe, I'll tell you how to spell my name. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's good to have. You know, it's so strange. If you ask me, right, I would say that they timed the murder, the Cinco de Mayo murder of Kevin Samuels, so he could get on the show the next day within nine hours. Crazy, yo. Happy. Glad to be here. And, and thanks for coming up from Texas to be a part. You, you're part of the Fox Soul family. Thank you. So we are, I'm excited about that. Why? To be a part of a new, uh, unique show that's just starting out all over the country yeah. you can't ask for anything more yeah I, I agree i mean i agree i i love fox soul i love it i love it because the people who work with this network and work with all the shows are people who have integrity and they're gifted and and it just, they just want black people to flourish yeah and yeah. And, and they and want there's positivity like you i mean you're like the male oprah tonight you inspired me. You inspired me. Say it again. The middle. Give him a round of applause. <laughs> now, what's interesting about you is um is you you started in broadcasting very young. Yes, very young. Very young. Um, so much so that it almost seems odd, right? Yeah. How old were you when you started? 
My first appearance on the NBC station in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You know, Lord? <laughs> I want that. <laughs> A couple of shots of gin. <laughs> but it started when I was five years old, yeah. and uh, there was a segment on the NBC station called Thought for the Day. Mm. And so uh, I was picked by my principal in my elementary school, and I went down to the NBC station, and I did it. And the next thing I know, I got a call saying, we love this little black kid. Bring him back again. Mm. So I did it two years. It was only supposed to be one time a week once for me and it's done weekly by other students so they kept me on for two years and i did it for two years isn't that something that's a message you know i believe that when you are doing what you're supposed to do it comes with an ease and a longevity to it and clearly there's, there's, there's no way in the world that you could have done that for two years and this not be what you were going to do at least in large part and I realized this is what I wanted to do in the form of journalism when I was in the third grade at South Boulevard Elementary. And a reporter came to uh, my uh, third grade class and she talked about her job and her journey. And I said, that's what I want to do. That's incredible. Yeah. Third grade. Third grade. And it went further than that. After that appearance the, the reporter had in my class, I, I went home and told my mom and dad, I said, I wanted to be a reporter. And so what they did was they helped me write a letter. People don't write letters anymore. We actually right. wrote a letter. We right. had to mail it to the local TV station. And we got a call back saying, bring him down. So I went down the, for the first visit. Then I went back for the second visit. And I said, can I come back again? And then again, and they said, I'll tell you what, your elementary school is only two blocks from here. Walk here after school every day and have your sister or brother pick you up after the 6 o'clock newscast. And so I was in that newsroom from third grade until I went away to college. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. You know, it, it, it says that your um, that your gifts will make room for you. And and one one of the ways one of the ways that I've learned in my life that someone is gifted at something is if doors open for you as you do it. Mm -hmm. And if doors ain't opening, you may not be gifted at that. But if you're doing something and doors are opening. You might want to you might want to follow that, and your story just just reiterates that for me. Now, your remarkable thing about your story is, and I want to frame it in this way, okay? Because I think most people think that their big moment will come from some major happening. So most people are waiting for you know a huge door to open or a huge opportunity to happen, and you teach us that it's something small, something <laughs> small can happen. And that little thing can change the entire trajectory of your life. Exactly, exactly. Something that I was initially embarrassed of, you know, Even I, I said I've won too many awards. I've won broadcast journalism awards, and this is what people know me for. But you know what's amazing about it? We, we have the clip, but I'm going to play it in a okay. second. What's amazing about it is that this viral video, right, mm -hmm. that people, everybody's seen, everybody's seen, what people don't realize is that there's such wisdom in the video. Yeah, yeah. And the wisdom of the video is, it's never what you think it is <laughs> that's going to get you there. Exactly. Right? So so, so the, 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 the great lesson is always be ready. Right. For when your moment happens. I agree. So we're we going to watch the clip and on the All other right. side. You just hold my hand. No, 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 no. Play. Devil is busy. <laughs> Play the clip. Happened on that Thursday here at Augusta High School that led to Chris Wood's death. What the f is that? I'm dying this f 
controversy brewing as usual at the capital in Austin. Is this a deliberate attempt to block gay adoption? We have more in this report. The state Senate has passed the Freedom to Serve Children Act. It would allow adoption agencies to reject potential parents due to religious reasons, meaning that non-Christians, same-sex couples, and singles could be denied the chance to be a parent. The author of the proposal says it's meant to help shield faith-based organizations from lawsuits, but opponents argue it's discriminatory. The bill goes back to the House for a final vote, but it is expected to pass. Faith-based organizations are built upon biblical principles. And so uh, when you give them the right to, uh, to, you know, to speak up for what they believe in, then they shouldn't, because the Bible is very clear when it comes down to uh, marriages, when it comes down to men and women. And the Bible says that marriage should be between one natural man and one natural woman. And therefore, the children that are trained up, the scripture says clear that, that ha help children get adopted. I mean, I certainly understand there are religious organizations that don't agree. Baker, when you hear that this <laughs> involves uh, public entities as well, do you think the legislature is going too far or you're fine with that as well? A basic fact, uh, fact 
has been shot and killed outside of Southside High School located at 1880 Prospect in South Memphis. Right now we have a live crew on the scene. We're going to go to photojournalist Mark Millman, who's live on the scene. Mark, what can you tell me is going on out there? Well, I say it's a... I would like to see who his mentor is. <laughs> Most likely dead. Oh, yeah, it's only Monday, but we've got some crazy-ass criminals that we've rounded up, and they were busy doing the most over the weekend. Take a look. Crazy is as crazy does in our favorite segment, with french fries flying and sodas being thrown. Let's take a trip to Minneapolis, where we find 25-year-old Iram Dixon acting a plum fool. Police say she pulled into the driveway at the Wendy's and went off because of what? She said her French fries weren't fresh. They were. Why is a third grader at um at a? I'm just wondering. Why is a third grader hanging around the newsroom by himself every day? If you've been watching my channel for a while now, you know I like doing deep dives into 100,000 five-star reviews on the Google Chrome free by clicking the link in the story when it would air on live TV. And if you're unfamiliar with the God, this fucking country-ass fucked up town. I gotta be honest with you guys. I live in the South and I know all too well the struggles of having a damn beetle or mosquito or yellow jacket you know, insects just flying all up in your grill. It's not a pleasant experience, and I totally empathize with Mr. Carey here on this freakout. All jokes aside, let's make one thing clear. This clip was by no means ever aired on live television. Like I said a minute ago, it was filmed for the stand-up piece that was going to be included in the editorial on the nightly news programming. So it never was actually seen by, like, thousands of people watching the local news. It was recorded on a VHS tape and basically taken as an outtake and thrown in the archives at the KR4 news station. The bug in the mouth outtake would remain in the KR4 archives collecting dust for years as Isaiah Carey continued on with his broadcasting career. In 2001, Isaiah Carey would leave KR4 and move to Houston, Texas, and he would take a new job up at Fox News Houston. And this Fox News Houston job would be where he remained for the foreseeable future. 
Fast forward to 2008. Isaiah Carey is still working for Fox News Houston and at this point has his own nightly reporting segment called The Isaiah Factor. Things were going well for him career-wise and he had maintained a rather spotless clean-cut reputation in the industry. However, trouble was brewing. In June of 2008, Carey received a phone call from a friend who worked at a local Houston radio station. The friend informed Carey that someone had uploaded an old video clip of him cursing while reporting the news, and it was going viral on a website called YouTube. At first, Carey thought his friend was joking, but his friend sent over a link to a YouTube video titled News Reporter Goes Ghetto in Three Seconds found on the Nut Crusher Nigel YouTube channel. And to his shock, this video that was going viral on YouTube kind of was the old it. outtake from the Augusta High School stand-up tape back in 1996. So how... That motherfucker came out his mouth, not in his mouth. <laughs> ...was the old outtake from the Augusta High School stand-up tape back in 1996. So how did this clip that was recorded all the way back in 1996, thrown in the KR4 archives get onto YouTube in 2008. Well, I'll let Isaiah Carey explain how it happened himself. So the NBC station that I work for in Little Rock, right? they moved from one location to downtown Little Rock. Okay. And when they moved, they left a box of tapes out front. And so this guy who plays in this alternative rock band or cover band yeah. was walking by at like three, four in the morning. He said, let me open this box and see what's in it. Yeah. So he took a couple of the VHS tapes home. Right. Watched it, saw my video. Yeah. And put it on, on the internet. According to an article by the Arkansas Times, the person that found the collection of archived KR4 videos is a musician named Donovan Soup. And as Carrie previously said in that clip, the man came into the possession of a collection of old KR4 outtakes after the station moved locations. Donovan Soup would then go on to upload the large collection of outtakes to his YouTube channel called Bizarre Media. The actual original version of Isaiah Carey's outtake can be found on this Bizarre Media YouTube channel with the title Buggin' Mouth slash Roving Reporter Etiquette number 6. While this is the first version of the video being uploaded on April 18th of 2008, Nutcrusher Nigel's June 10th re-upload of the video dwarfs the original in terms of views, with Nigel's boasting around 24 million views today, while Bizarre Media only has close to 650,000. And I think that Nutcrusher Nigel's titling choice may have something to do with the increased view count, but that's not the only reason because it's important to know that Bizarre Media's video clip was actually shown on Jimmy Kimmel Live the same day that Nigel uploaded his clip. So he probably stole some of the hype from Jimmy Kimmel and it funneled it into Nigel's video and that was the one that ultimately went super viral. So now that this profanity-laced clip of Isaiah Carey cursing, you know, while he's reporting is going viral, what is his immediate reaction or response to this? Well, at first it's shame and embarrassment, and he wants nothing to do with it, and he's not answering any questions regarding it. He would refuse to publicly talk about the clip for years. However, as time passed, it became clear that the clip wasn't having any negative effects on Isaiah Carey's career, and he also saw how the internet was reacting to his clip. He was becoming like this beloved icon online. And finally, he would decide to break his silence in the biggest way possible 
by going on Tosh.0 and talking with Daniel. In the episode, Tosh gets Carrie to finally reveal some of the details about what happened back in Augusta, Arkansas, and he also reveals the type of bug that flew in his mouth. Here's some highlights. Are you afraid of bugs? I'm afraid of unexpected bugs. My photographer and I we were shooting the scene, and this grasshopper, out of nowhere, in my mouth. Did you eat the grasshopper? No, I didn't. Spit it out immediately. Do you feel that you might have a form of Tourette's? This dude said a grasshopper. Wow. Wow. He actually said it was a grasshopper. Could it be a grasshopper? Grasshoppers, I know they hop. That traje trajectory was strange, man. The curve downwards. He's a six-foot guy. Yo. Is there any other things that have gotten in your mouth that you didn't like? <laughs> Would you consider what that grasshopper did to be a hate crime? Since the Tosh interview in 2011, Isaiah Carey has spoken about the bug-in-the-mouth incident on numerous platforms, and it seems like he no longer views it as this shameful blemish on his career. So he hasn't had any new profanity-laced outtakes be released onto the internet without his knowledge, but he did find himself in a newer controversy that happened just last year involving himself being pulled over and arrested for a DWI. And that situation was pretty public with him issuing an apology on his personal Facebook page. I offer my deepest apologies to Fox 26, my family, and the community for this incident. I know that consuming any alcohol and driving is a poor decision. This situation does not reflect my values or my commitment to the city I have called home for 20 years. No matter what the outcome, I am fully committed to working tirelessly to restore the confidence and faith this community has placed in me. I do ask that you allow this matter to be addressed in the appropriate manner. Any and all future questions or concerns should be directed to my legal counsel. Sincerely, Isaiah Carey. So yeah, <laughs> Isaiah slipped up and got a DWI. I don't know the details of sentencing or what kind of fines he had to pay, but I found that something worth mentioning. So to wrap things up, to this day, Isaiah Carey still works for Fox News Houston as a reporter and host of The Isaiah Factor. His career in journalism has been going strong for over 20 years at this point. He is currently 48 years old and doesn't seem to express the desire to retire from his work anytime soon. But one thing is for sure, long after Carey signs off for his last day of reporting, He'll still be remembered by millions for years to come for that outtake that occurred that faithful day all the way. So if it was a grasshopper, why he, why he swallowed The grasshopper's big, yo. Uh, it was just perfect timing. It's just very strange. Isaiah Carey, Biblical Fox.
don't know, yo. It seems like they've always been clout chasing. Two years ago, Isaiah Carey dishing on his new show on Fox 7. Isaiah, you have a new show, The Isaiah Factor Uncensored. Tell us about it, my friend. Well, I call it infotainment. It's okay. information that you need, topics going on around the world here in this country. Love it. And we address it with an entertaining uh, slant to it. We basically yeah. have fun with the story, but we also treat serious issues very seriously. Yeah. So it comes on on Fox Soul at 11 p.m. Uh, Pacific time and also in Houston at 10 30 on Fox 26. How does it feel man, to have your own show? Man? It's great. It's yeah. great. Because none of us will ever know. I've but always, Chewy will know. I have the Chewy Mark. Two years ago. She recently talked about this whole while hosting the real. Take a look. Who's sitting next to Isaiah? But Dennis Sperling. That was Charlemagne the God sharing his opinion. We've got some guys here ready to share their opinions as well. Rapper, legendary rapper Willie D from the Ghetto Boys, Jim Gray, Dennis Sperling, and Sebastian Moore. Now, Dennis, let's start with you. Yeah. Your post today caught my attention, or it was yesterday, but you posted, tell Ronnie Love that all that all the black men she's been with cheated on her because her attitude is crap and her vibe And now look, after May 20, May 28, 2022, Willie D. Is he again with our brother? Dennis Sperling. Got you, bigger. I don't see a lot of women saying, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they go back on your pecking order, you know ours as well. I don't think there's a person in the world that hasn't dealt with since school. Like, okay, this is the attention that I get, whether it's at home oh, or from shit. Y'all think, y'all think this easy. What's up, family? If it's your first time checking out the show, let me know what city, what state May you're coming from. If you're outside going of the U.S. You know what country you're directing. Yeah, yeah, Lisa Ray. My wife's saying fake that. But Lisa Ray, uh, she was kind of bad. They were kind of balanced, but Vivica, so I'm going to say drill by that, but Vivica was the one that really went after Ice Cube. Like, she wasn't really trying to hear nothing he was saying Instead of asking him questions, she was just like, you know.
And here's another thing to think about too, fam. You know how uh okay, I take But Willie Willie D was against R. Kelly at first, yo. Yup. Yup. Willie D was against Kevin Samuels at first, yo. Now he's trying to beat Kevin Samuels. Their wants and desires change from day to day. That's part of what a woman is. You know, just like a man got his ways. It's just what a man is. Now, if you want to be with a man, you adjust. You want to be with a woman, you adjust. But tearing her down and tearing women down in general is not going to get you anywhere. It's all Houston, yo. Houston took Kevin Samuels down, yo. I got it. I got it. Houston Fox sold my face. It's a double standard. I get it. Some of y'all say, well, man, you know, trying to get along. I used to watch Billy D too, yo. I like this YouTube shit. You he spoke down on R. too. I, 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 done, I was done with him after that. Call me a simp. You won't find one woman that I've ever been involved with that will call me a simp, a trick, a lame, any of those type of names. You won't find them. Because that ain't me. Now, check. you're emotionally injured. Same you check, mate, yeah, but check. Like that. Because you don't know me like that, bro. That's not even in my DNA. It's not a part of my history, my record, nothing. There's no documentation nowhere out there that will tell you that Willie D is a sim. No, Willie D understands women. Willie D is all man. Willie D ain't married. And I'm here to tell you, some of y'all been raised wrong. I was raised wrong too, but I figured it out along the way. I figured it out through trial and error. A lot of dudes that I grew up with that were older than me, they gave me bad information. At some point, fam, you got to grow. That's a, growth means something to me. I get depressed if I feel like I'm repeating the same behavior, if I'm doing the same thing over and over and over again and I'm not getting the results I want. I feel depressed. I feel a sense of, of loss. You know, I cannot continue to do the same thing and, and expect different results. I try to grow. Every year, I want to be a better man than I was the previous year. I want to grow. I want to see growth. I want to see uh, social growth as well as financial growth. Some of y'all just want to see financial growth and you think you got it, the rest of it figured out. The rest of it will handle itself. That ain't how it works. See these relationships. It doesn't. Y'all don't think these people will kill for YouTube? <laughs> you see a man getting all them hits. You see all these angry black women. Let me get some of those hits. Let me get some of that money. But now, it's let me replace this brother. Help me, Jesus. 
Yo, this is a Houston thing, boy. What was he in? The Ghetto Boys? The Ghetto Boys, right? A lot of stuff he wrote about way back was about murder. And he's a rapper. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Dennis Sperling Rap. Administration, but we're here just to straighten the record. Uh, we have one of Ice Cube's good friends, Willie D, from the legendary Ghetto Boys, and also Dennis Sperling, attorney here in Houston. Glad to have you on the Factor Uncensored. So, Willie D, you know Ice Cube personally. What about his decision to have conversations with the Trump administration when it comes to helping the black community? It's like I told him, uh, I don't trust Trump as far as I can throw him, but I can't, I can't attack Ice Cube for wanting to talk to the, his administration. First of all, Cube never spoke to Trump personally. He's never met Trump personally. They've been cool for years. Dennis Berlin's show started in 2017. Right? Okay. That's when he got the money. That's when he had the money. He was balling in Houston. He was popping bottles in Houston. Chilling with the ballers like Isaiah, who had a regular salary from Fox 26, even though his show didn't get many views. He must have had so, something on people. He did speak to the uh, Trump administration. He, he also spoke to the Biden administration. He spoke to the Biden administration, well, not the Biden administration, but Biden's people. They told him, look, we like what you're doing. We like 85% of what you got there, but we'll get back with you after the election. Trump people was like, okay, uh, we like that, and they made some adjustments on the spot. The thing is, is that Trump's uh, so-called platinum plan is bogus, because as you know, Trump is a liar, he's a thief, he's a, a, a con artist. So he'll say and do anything to get what he wants. And once he gets what he wants, he has no problem. His brother wears shades. People under the bus, especially his friends. So he'll do that to people that he's known for 20 years. You know he'll do it with us. And Trump is intimidated by the black community. So it doesn't even make sense for him to do something that would help advance the black community. The man said uh, during the last election, I mean, the last a debate that uh, that he, he, he basically so far we got Willie D Isaiah Carey Dennis Sperlin allegedly all these guys allegedly um Dennis Sperlin Dennis Sperlin's fiance Dennis Sperlin's um sorry the 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 blogger lady Melanie King and we also have Vivica Fox Fox Soul Fox Soul leaders Let's say the Fox Soul ladies who wanted Kevin Samuel silenced. They could not do a debate with him. They know it. We told the uh, Proud Boys to stand back, to stand by and stand, uh, stand by and stand back. You know, and so this was basically like he's threatening us, but then he's going to give us something. He's going to actually 
he's going to threaten our lives. Again, he's going to backdoor that with giving us some, some incentives, a $500 billion dollar incentive to actually advance the black community. That don't even make sense. Let's bring Dennis into this conversation. Did Ice Cube make the wrong political move here? No, and if you look at this historically, Frederick Douglass spoke with uh, Abraham Lincoln, and he was largely the reason that uh, African-Americans gained so many rights that, as they did during the Reconstruction period. We've always, as Black men and Black women, spoken to both parties. As far as I'm concerned, you know, the Democratic Party and the, right, and, and, and the Republican Party are two sides of the same coin. The question is, what can we as Black and in fact, as a lifelong Democrat, I'm going to tell you that it seems as though um, the, the Democratic Party has gotten rid of us. When they found out that they can get more from our Latino brothers and sisters, they kind of shoo-shoot us away and they really don't cater to us. When they feel, realize they can get more from the other or other groups, the LGBT. Mm -hmm. In Spooner, you're talking quiet. In Spooner, that story. Then it's Sperling on TikTok. You call him a mic, uh, a black man. This had to be done. Big on a grand scale, right? Kevin Samuels was about to destroy Fox Soul. 
All four of them ladies, Vivica Fox, all the all them ladies on there were about to lose their jobs. Nobody's tuning in. They thought by getting rid of Kevin Samuels that they can then reclaim the, the minds of the women. Study how they think. Yo, big up Scarface, man. I met Scarface one time, man. He was cool as shit. He was, I know he saw a lot of shit. I went up to him and I was like, yo, sign this here for my boy. You know what I'm saying? Because he's a fan. But I actually had his, his album as well, too. But the way he was acting, I was like, nah, man. I ain't going to let you know that shit. Sign this here. You know what I'm saying? You acting like you all this and all that. Sign this motherfucker and let me be out. You know what I'm saying? But big up Scarface, man. How many how many people have they sacrificed like this? When when Dennis Berlin says you can get a lot from these old men, he really meant you can suck out the life out of these old men and become them. This is this is how their minds think. This is why men say that, yo, you got to work for it. You got to work for it. If you want to be it, you have to work for it. All this trying to do quick, quick shot jobs or whatever. I mean, it's working for you all for now, but at the end, you're going to check the truth. Something, something strange. The story of Charles Ramsey and the miracle in Cleveland was one of the biggest news stories and one of the biggest viral sensations that
For a while, Scarface, I mean, Ghetto Boys was split up. I think Scarface was just trying to do his own thing. This guy's rap name is D. Damon, Dennis Sperling. Considers himself a demon, though. That's his middle name. So he's Haitian and Dominican. What a mix. What a mix. Yo, you were straight. Now this this video has 1,190 views. For those of you who don't know how this thing works, to make this video had to cost at least maybe 30,000 minimum to make this video. It has 1,190 views. December 6, 2020, this was the last ditch attempt to make back cash. Never forget that Uncle D is a legend. Uncle D would have to be Willie D. He filmed this in Dominican Republic. Some not all. <laughs> Terrible, horrible, no good, very bad, please go home. You ever went trying to get a scam? Like let's say, let's say if you um hit the slot machine, right? Alright, you hit it once, you hit it big. You get 20 bucks off of maybe a dollar. You're like, wow. And you keep playing until you lose 50. This is how the, the economic strategy has been. So I said, 
sell your clues on Netflix, trying to convince me who you. Me and Chica Holder negotiate trips to Cuba. She 22, piercings and tattoos. Haven't even left the island, too. I've never been in the school. It's like a lose lose, but all I do is win, 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 no matter what. And then that's what's up. Jump to Cobble University and buy with. Yo, they pop your suit car. Me and Chica take that trip. Take those loyalties, bought and paid for folks. Hope she running my empire. Trying to go from folks. I know some of y'all players want to pull my coat. So many layers to this game. I'm still revising folks. Dash your life away. Dash your life away. It's okay, man. You got to pay for all the models. You got to pay for all the camera work. You got to pay for the song to be produced. That in itself could be up to 10 grand. Because this is a professional production. It also has a beat, a professional beat. This is an exclusive beat. You got to pay this barber to be inside the video. You got to get paid extra just to do your hair. They got, you got to pay for the set. You got to pay for the wardrobe. We should did, did is pay the dance instructor. She's a pretty thing too, man. Pretty girl, man. No movie a hoping, no house to get up front of me. She's humble and sweet until she get up front of me. She don't really like to dance aside for Dominicana, salsa, samba, merengue, cause some I get lost in the utilities a few weeks at a time. Find women in mind, want what that sunshine, I don't mind. I gotta get moving, man. Today's my day off, man, but I, I just can't sleep with this sucker, man. Just can't sleep with this sucker. May 9th, 2022. People was on his ass, yo. Yo, yo, well, I tell you, man, lead attorney. Lead attorney in it on shit. Hand and lead attorney. Mediocre tutorials is, is like the stand-up dudes trying to stand with Kevin Samuels. We see lead attorney and, and, and um Dennis Sperling. Woo! They they jealous. Did somebody call it Emily? Did somebody call 911? What's Yo, going up to on? the peso man. The sleazy attorney. Dennis Furman. The sleazy, sleazy, grimy, greasy attorney. Dennis Furman. The man. The man, the man that be waiting in the cut. Wait for something to happen. So he can capitalize on it. That's what Dennis Berman is. He's an opportunistic person. Until you get it. You want, you want the estate? You want the high value swag? You want, you want everything that Kevin Samuels had. And you won't rest until you get it. You want, you want the estate? You want the high value swag? He's suing. Talking about you. Talking about you gonna sue everybody that says something bad about your homie. We don't believe him. You need more people. You need a whole bunch more. 
All you trying to do is get in good with the family so you can flip some dry. Because you want some of that Kevin Samuels estate money. You want some of it. What attorney don't want no money? That's what you want. You want some of that money, man. You ain't fooling nobody. You want you want everything that can. YouTube is a bastard. Yeah. Conversation with the lead attorney in Miami. Everybody went to Miami, right? Lead attorney, don't F with Fresh and Fit. April 28, 2002. You could have stayed for a week. Let me see what happened where the lead attorney was. April 28, 2022. Is he from Miami? I got a bad vibe from him before too, man. I think I told him off. I told him off. I know I told him off. I don't know which video, but I didn't call in, I don't think. But I did text. But I told him off. Sometimes I feel as if, you know, it's all this uh, a matrix. It's all this like a a, a, a my show, Midas Spade show, where everybody's like, okay, we're going to keep this with Midas Spade. Study this and study this instead of going for a chick. Yeah, I'm going to go for one in a sec, man. Probably this evening. But, oh, shit, I got to leave here. Yeah, 12.50. This is um April, May, June, July. Let's say five, seven months ago. Let's try it. See, these people, these people be living off of Kevin Samuels, yo. Sad. It's crabs in the barrel, yo. It's crabs in the barrel, people. TLA live from Domino Park. February 18, 2022. Where's Domino Park? See, lead attorney and Dennis Sperlin also did a live together. I bet you they all in on it together. Okay, that's in Brooklyn. I see these guys, they be having these, these hood accents like me, right? But then all you have to do is to switch it up a little bit. And I can start speaking as if, as though I am within an employment scene, as though I am within a government scene. Almost, almost immediately, you wouldn't even understand that possibly I'm from New York, possibly I'm from, well, because of the way I say New York, you will understand that I am from New York, but possibly that I've, I've lived in several states. You see what I'm saying? I went back into it. See what I'm saying? <laughs> is there a Domino Park? I'm just keep, I just keep seeing Brooklyn, but is there one in Miami? Domino Park, Miami. Here we go. Little Havana, Florida. Huh? Hey, comprende, mi amigo. Que pasa? 
Who got them down to Miami, man? Who organized it from Houston to Miami, man? But Dennis Brown, he was he was somebody just in the cash, man. He had two girls with him, but one girl was for somebody else, man. Okay, let me tell you something, right? I'm gonna tell you something right now, right? Dennis Sperling and Lee Turner had a had a life together, right? Now Dennis Sperling and Lee Turner are two people who nobody believes because they are full of shit. Once people start listening to them a little a little long, you understand it? these people are full of shit. They're not really lawyers. <laughs> these are fake lawyers, man. Okay. When these fake lawyers get inside of the situation, right? They go inside of the room. They go and talk their thing. They do their thing. They don't do anything on the phone, okay? They have to talk in person or something. Meet me in Miami, man. I have a place here for you to stay, man. You don't have to worry about anything. Let's get the ticket. In fact, you don't, you don't have the money for the ticket. I'm going to call for the cash apps. The cash apps are coming in. I'm going to make sure I send you some money so you can come down here and you can kill my boy. Huh? He has a birthday party. I want you to poison him. The poisoning what? What are you going to do next, man? Okay, you know what? You know what? We're going to send this bitch by our house, man. Right? And she's going to try to poison him again, right? But with some something, something different, man. Okay? But if she doesn't poison him, man, and she can't get him killed, man, you're going to have to jump back in there and do the, the blunt force thing, okay? He's an easy target, man. You don't know bodyguards, okay? Okay? <laughs> That's how they think. <laughs> He's ambulance chasers. That's how they think. Now, <laughs> I don't drink blood, so maybe my, my snake tongue ain't going to form out. <laughs> <laughs> but I can change my voice a little bit, man. Okay. <laughs> you know, put it in the thing of the thing. And you can see that Dennis Sperling is also changing from straight English to Hispanica, Espanol, you know. Yo, yo, yo hablo poquito español, pero yo quiero, pero yo quiero hablar mucho en el futuro, okay? Yo no soy venezolano, no soy cubano, cubano. Pero muchos hombres de México, muchos hombres de um, Dominican Republic, you know. But I don't do the Santeria thing, man. That's your thing, you know. I don't, I don't deal with that, but that's their thing, okay. No problem with anybody who wants to do the Santeria, but you know, I don't want the little kids, man. Okay, it's the little kids, you know, I'm going to have a problem with you, right? Okay, okay. Back to it. <laughs> they are all connected. They are all connected. Your number's going up now, bro. A little bit. The biggest numbers is what Kevin Samuels meant to me. Let's listen to Lee the Turn. He did three hours on his joint, man. What Kevin Samuels meant to me. This homosexual. I don't want this to be a sad live stream. Of course not. You know, this is um, day after his death, right? This we really need to celebrate. We need to celebrate uh, this man's life. He impacted so many people. And so, you know, I don't want to, I feel like I've let my... This Negro can't even understand the books that's behind his freaking head. Negro, please, you ain't no damn attorney. You a fake attorney. You just as bad as Dennis Berlin or worse. You have a YouTube award, Negro. You don't have cases, one on your, on your walls. 
University I feel like of I you guys down. Was in it Georgia? Because I wanted this to be a little bit more upbeat. <clears throat> it's hard though because you're dealing with reality. University of Virginia. You went. Is that Virginia? Someone look at this in the appropriate way. You want to stay college? Bro. Absolutely. Be celebrating the life of of Kevin Sams. In fact, let me let me hit it one time. Let me hit it one time. For the Godfather, Kevin Samuels, put a put a KS in the put a damn KS in the chat. Put a damn KS in the chat. Shout out to our man, Kevin Samuels. Um, I know that's gonna destroy the chat. <laughs> you know, look how much cash apps he's collecting. I thought the Godfather was a a, a very great uh, moniker for him, but you know, I'll be honest. I'll, I'll tell you what what he is, and um, you know, he's he's a, he's a king. Kevin Simmons is a king, you know. All of the lives that uh, that he touched, all of the lives that he improved, men and women, all of the people that he counseled with his million followers on IG and million followers on Instagram. See what matters to him? Goddamn king. Y'all killed the king. There have been a lot of kings on this this planet of ours. A lot of kings. And I can tell you about, you know, every single one to a man that uh, none of them stayed here forever. All right? Yana, I seek a subpoena on this guy's um, digital conversations location, as well as his activities around this time, Cinco de Mayo, as well as March 13, 2022. Um, I would like to see any um, speech or conversations he's had with Dennis Sperling. Isaiah, lead attorney, Isaiah... Kerry, the lead attorney, Fox News. All these people were eating off of them. All these people were eating off of them. And they, they, they wanted to kill the goose that laid the golden eggs. Because even though I'm eating off of you, my friends that got big connections, you ain't shit. I got people in Fox News and Fox Soul. They don't like it, bro. They don't like it. And I might have to deal with it, bro. Bro, hand, bro, ski. I'm have to kill you. I'm kill you, nigga. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. All right. All right. I'm going to stop for a minute.
Cause <laughs> Yo, look how much he was trying to pimp this Amber Heard shit. This nigga is ridiculous. Wow. See, the thing is, he's not a real lawyer. Man, y'all, y'all think this is a joke. They, they ain't real lawyers. They fake ass ambulance chasers. I talk to this sucker, man. I know this sucker. That's how I know he ain't real. I, I switch. If I if I think you ain't real, right? I switch off your ass. I don't listen to you no more. Furthermore, I unsubscribe and I keep it moving. I don't have time to be studying what you're doing. Cause I already know you a fuck. You a fuck nigga. You a fuck boy. I can see it. Something's wrong with you. And that's how we have to start having discernment as men. You know what I'm saying? Because some of these people will lead you straight into the world. They just want your attention. Anyway, peace out, folks. Um, I hope this helps the case. I know they, the, the, the peoples were listening to me after I did the, the live with Brother Asin Solo. You know what I'm saying? I know that possibly for some of the stuff I'm doing to R. Kelly, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully this word gets out, you know? There are ongoing recos going on against black against men in America. If you get too big, you need to watch out for your crew. Your crew got to be solid. You can't have these bums lying around, yo. You cannot. <laughs> April 28th, lead attorney went on, went to talk to Kevin Samuels live, yo. Study it. Study it. Look at all the people who are around him. Willie D, lead attorney, Dennis Sperling, Isaiah Carey, Vivica Fox, Fox Soul, on a whole. They were, they were done with ratings. They, he took their prime time spot. When you take the prime time spot, YouTube, somebody said it before too, you can't watch two, three shows on YouTube. It's a, it's, a, it's a site where you pick your channel, you stick to your channel. That person gets your attention. You can't watch two and three at the same time. Right? That live money is the real money. Woo! Man, give me goosebumps just thinking about it. These people are nuts. Anyway... I gave y'all the, the heads up, Melanie King. You can check her out, you know? And yeah, federalities on your ass now because I don't care if they like what I have to say or not on the other cases, but you listen to me, right? All right, here you go. Some evidence, some evidence. All right. All right. You see these people at the birthday party. You see he's dropping in um, unexpectedly. You're seeing this woman in the home. You're seeing a cardiac arrest for a man who's in good um, health. You're seeing he's going live nine hours after the man's dead. You're seeing another man is eulogizing and talking about we need to celebrate. Time for celebration. It's, yo, somebody bring out cool in the game. <laughs> somebody bring out cool in the motherfucking game. Because lead attorney got to motherfucking celebrate. <laughs> yo. Y'all is a joke, man. You, nobody watches you because you're not interesting. You're trash. We got them, folks. We got them. The predators of all black nations. Told you Kells was innocent, right? You ain't one here. And then you play, you read uh, the redacted, right? I saw you then, bro, snakes. I be saying it all the time, they snakes, man. And y'all think it's a joke. I be like, they all working together. They all working together. They all connected. Y'all 
think it's a joke. This is how Melanie King was going to get on the Fox Soul. He got to connect. Dennis got to connect. Check me on TV. Woo! Satanism is sick, yo. Give me this time on TV. Celebrate the going away party. Kevin Samuels should have shot them on sight. What you doing? What? 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 You gotta, you gotta play with your fire every now and then if you wanna, you wanna live in this world. Temporary insanity is a good thing, yo. You may, you may be kind of nervous, bro. I don't know. I had flashbacks. I had PTSD. And I'm gonna let y'all know I do have PTSD. Sometimes if you be doing weird things, you want to be pushing up. You might get knocked out. You might get something different. Certain things, I don't even, I don't even, I wasn't going into stores for two years because of the temperature gun. Don't play with me. Dennis and Isaiah. Ain't no more bugs flying in your mouth now. You got him, yo. I want a subpoena on all of their digital records. All their phones. They all involved, damn it. They all let it together. You wanna see? Check Dennis Berlin's um location and and his fiance's location on the day of um Kevin Samuel's death. And also Melanie King's location. Big up official Dana J. Prima Donna. Whoa, Prima Donna drops it. Some gems last night. Turning, we coming for that ass, boy. You gonna look pretty in prison. <laughs> 